he was part of the drug cartel and he knew I had a problem with cocaine. I think he took like the cocaine problem to his advantage because he ended up giving me I thought it was cocaine, but um, it ended up being meth. So how long did it take you to realize that what you were doing wasn't cocaine? (laughs) Stop talking. All the shit that people are thinking but not saying. I'm not even like drunk. I've just been like drinking. Does my podcast offend you? Men, if you're listening, I apologize in advance. Women, hey bitches, are you ready? Are you still talking? Girl, stop talking. What's up, guys? Happy Monday. We are inside the studio today, and I have a special guest with me. She's going to be telling me her past life experiences. Today's guest is Jade. She's deciding to use her street name while we we record today to protect her identity from her past. I've been seeing her as a client since the summer of last year, and we instantly got along sharing hilarious dating stories and bonding over our annoyance of our children's fathers. Recently, she shared with me that after her being in high school, she became a glorified prostitute, aka an escort. For those of you that don't know what an escort is, it's someone who has paid for their time. However, what they do within that time is their business, which in fact could be sex. So Jade is here today to explain in detail what that life was like. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. Thanks for having me. Dude, yes. I'm so excited. It's nice to have someone in here that's like not me talking to myself. Yes. Because I did that for the first episode and I haven't even re-listened to it yet because I'm like afraid that it's going to be trash. Oh my God. No, it won't be. By this time, there will be a couple episodes out. So how are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to be here. Are you nervous? I'm fucking so nervous, dude. I'm so nervous. I'm like... My heart's like pounding. Well, it's okay. <laughs> Luckily, I got through that. But so this is like my second time recording. So I appreciate you being a part of this with yeah, me. It's a new experience for everyone. So it's okay that you're nervous. We'll take care of you here. And also, you don't have to say anything you don't want to say. So if you decide that there's anything you want to cut out, just say cut it got it yeah like that was too much detail cut it no let's fucking go okay (laughs) (laughs) I told her to come in prepared to be to give us her most whole stories so I am hopefully she'll come prepared today we will see (laughs) so basically my first question um I just want to know like give me the story like how did you get into this lifestyle of being an escort so I kind of just accidentally fell upon it (laughs) just stumbled across it so so I was um in I had just graduated high school and I was working at um a restaurant I was a hostess and I was like I need more money so I was searching on Craigslist which is super (laughs) sketchy already (laughs) wait this is getting off to a great start (laughs) so stupid oh my god um and I found an ad and it literally was advertising for a shooter girl. So I'm like, my, my brain is like, Oh, shot girl at the bar. Hell yeah. Like, yeah. Pouring drinks, like almost like bartending. Exactly. So, um, I responded to the ad and I was like, I'm interested. Like, what's this all about? Where is it? 
And the person came back and was like, oh, just kidding. We're an escort agency. Oh, my God. And I was like, what? What the hell is an escort? Did I define it properly? You was did. that a good definition? Yeah. Okay. And I love the glorified <laughs> prostitute because that's literally what it is. I low-key stole that from you from I the know. last time we talked. <laughs> I loved it. I'm like, I have to put that in there. That's such a good intro. <laughs> okay. So you found this craigslist ad and then he responded back to you and did you what made you like want to pursue it more did you ask him like respond back and ask him more questions i did and um i didn't really know so i didn't know what an escort was so i was spending time like researching googling what is an escort (laughs) i came across uh a lot of oh like dinner dates like just kind of hanging out and um going on dates and whatever so i was like i responded and then i was um she keeps laughing because I told her to st- stop saying um. I can't do it. It's really hard. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so I responded and they kind of gave me the lowdown and was like, well, whatever's whatever happens in that hour, then whatever happens. So basically same thing. Like you, you're going to get paid for your time. Mm-hmm. And if you decide to like do more, you get paid more. Or how does that, it's, how does that work? So it's an hourly rate. They So in the email, they put you get paid $250 an hour. And I was like, what? You're like, bitch, <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> I am 18 years old. I'm going to fucking spend all this money. And I was really skeptical at first. I, I was, and I talked it over with my best friend and we just decided to go for it. Oh, okay. So you had a partner in crime. I had a partner in crime. Okay. For so, sure. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, you know, buddy system. Buddy I guess. System. <laughs> Doing the most sketchiest safety thing ever. Safety numbers, people. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so you and your friend decided to meet up with these people. So how did that go when you first, like your first meet up? Oh, it was so weird. So we met with the, the owners. I guess you could refer to them as pimps or whatever, which they were not like that at all. They were, it was a husband and wife. They were literally running this business together. Uh-huh. So we met with them and, uh, got all our questions out. We took pictures for the website. Um, and then the next day we were on the website, we were ready to get booked and oh my God. yeah, we just went for it. The first meetup though, like with a client. Okay. Wait, really quick. Okay. I just have a quick question. What was the website like? <laughs> like, cause obviously it wasn't like escort service, yeah. like a one, 800 escort. Right, you right. know what I mean? So was it like a, sh- like a shooter industry website? No, it wasn't. So it was pretty much, it would kind of was like an escort website. Oh, and it was first like public like anybody could see it. Anybody could see like what girls were on there. If you could ha- you could hide your face if you wanted to. I didn't do that. I was just like, bam, right there. And I'm sure Google Images still has pictures out of me out there somewhere. <laughs> this is why we're hiding her name. <laughs> this is her alter ego. Yes. <laughs> this is Jade, the escort in the building. Hey. <laughs> um, but. Yeah. So, and then eventually you needed like a password to get in and everything, but okay. So it was like pretty exclusive. Mm-hmm. Like they would go down the line to make sure that they wouldn't get caught up for anything. Exactly. So moving on to the next question that I had for you was, which you kind of brought up already. Um, what was your first experience with meeting up with someone? I was shitting my pants. 
I was so scared. <laughs> like on the whole way over there, because we were in like the Chandler area. We, my partner in crime and I drove over together. It was in Phoenix, which it, we, the meetup was at like an apartment complex. Okay. Um, was it this guy's apartment or it was the agency. So they literally rent out an apartment or a couple of apartments or whatever for specifically for the girls to use, to meet with their clients. Oh yeah. So they, it's like their way of trying to keep it safe, exactly. right? They know where you're at. Like it's documented. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then just, you know, trying to keep it as normal as possible and not like people just like going in and out of hotel rooms and stuff like that. So it's like super secretive. They literally spend time like finding apartments that have like hallways. Okay. Like outside hallways. So it doesn't look like, Oh, there's like multiple traffic. guys coming in and mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, someone really thought about this. This was like a detailed plan. Yeah. Yeah. No, they were really smart. Um, but the whole way to meet with my first client, it was, I, I was, we were just like, what are we doing? Are we really doing this? Should we turn around? (laughs) Did you have expectations? Like, were you thinking in your head, like, oh my God, like I have to like fuck this guy and I don't even know who he is. Pretty much. Yeah. But realistically, is that how it is? Like it was every meetup like to have sex or was it like kind of how we defined it where like you go in with certain intentions or was that just this experience? Like your first experience was like you knew you were going there to fuck. Honestly, there were probably a f- less than a handful of times where I didn't have sex with them. Okay. So it was like, so you're like, yeah, I'm I just more, went for it. Yeah. I just <laughs> fucking went for it. But my first client, I'll never forget him. He was awesome. Okay. He knew it was my first time. He knew I was nervous. He didn't really pressure me to do anything. I kind of felt obligated to do something though. Right. You know, right. he's spending all this money. Mm hmm to for an hour of my time yeah did you just so your first meetup was just one hour yeah it was one hour um and my first client so nice I don't think we even had sex until like the last 10 minutes oh oh so we were just chilling (laughs) and honestly he's came before he's he saw me multiple times and a couple of them he just talked the entire hour and I was like fuck yeah you're like this is great $250 <laughs> to listen to this bullshit okay so was he attractive mm, he wasn't ugly but I definitely would not go for him right on the outside do you feel like after listening to him for so long like were you able to tell that like clearly something was wrong with him for sure okay <laughs> so awkward so uh, awkward just like a socially awkward person yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and he who's super nerdy and probably mm. didn't really know how to talk to girls like in general yeah, on the street just <laughs> yeah. like going out and stepping out of his comfort zone definitely not so, so he's like they have to talk to me yeah. this way yeah <laughs> i'm paying them for yes. it <laughs> yes. so funny they have to listen <laughs> so we kind of talked already about how much money you make per hour i just want to go into that a little more okay. um was it up to you or was it always like a flat 250 for like whatever they is it by what they want or is it just like a flat 250 for an hour that's it it's a it was a flat 250 um and it was based off of it was pretty much what the agency decided okay so 
it was a flat rate of 250. They had the opportunity to tip if they wanted to. And then as like you got more experienced or whatever, then your rate could go up. Gotcha. Um, or like more, the higher volume you are, like the more people that want yes, you type of thing. Exactly. Yeah. So if you're more in demand, I was just going to say that. <laughs> literally (laughs) that's so funny um do you ever feel like you were like taken advantage of in the moment honestly I don't feel like I was taken advantage of at all um I never was abused I never was forced to do something I didn't want to do um honestly it sounds weird but I was pretty I was almost always treated with respect okay gotcha um I'm trying to think because I worked with two agencies and honestly they were respectful and if I didn't want to do something I didn't have to do it they I did have some you know weird situations and stalkerish guys but other than that no did you ever like leave a situation because you felt uncomfortable I or do you just like die for that dick and get the fuck out of there? <laughs> so I dove for that dick and then I got the fuck out of there because like, I wanted that get money. money. <laughs> I gotta get that bag, okay? That's hilarious. Yeah, there were a couple of times where I did question my safety at one point, um, and there was now that I think about it, there was a time there was this guy that like was kind of sketch. Okay. Tell us. Okay. What was the sketch? So this one, he, I swear to God, he was part of the drug cartel. Oh shit. (laughs) Don't come for us. (laughs) I don't even remember what his name is, but I went, I ended up having to blacklist him because I didn't want to ever see him again. Okay. And he kept trying to see me under different names and it was just super weird, but he came and saw me. He was like, awesome he was awesome at first and then he tipped me a few hundred bucks every time every time yeah Yeah. and uh he knew I had a problem with cocaine because when I started escorting I started I had all this money so I was like yeah I'm gonna get all these drugs yeah I'm sure it's easier so much easier yeah because like you know your inhibitions go down and then everything seems like a good idea oh oh my god (laughs) so true and I'm so impulsive you're like you want me to you want to run a train on me (laughs) let's do a couple lines (laughs) literally um but yeah so I ended up giving him my phone number and seeing him on the DL like outside of the agency and I met up with him at this hotel room and he I think he took like the cocaine problem to his advantage because he ended up giving me all these drugs which I thought were cocaine I thought it was cocaine but um, it ended up being meth holy crap so yeah it was crazy and he like gave me $800 for an hour of his time a huge bag of meth so I'm like hell yeah I'm set like I'm, I'm good for like, this was a come up. Yeah, yeah, this was a come up. Was this situation? This was on the DL. You said this yeah. was like outside yeah. of the agencies knowing. Yeah. Okay. So every time I was in the agency meeting with somebody, I was well taken care of. Everything was good. And then this is what happens when you meet with somebody on the DL. Like, yeah. and then he 
knew I I started like I was on meth. I was tweaking for days. Oh my god! And then I had like the worst withdrawals, and this motherfucker literally sends like a get well basket to my apartment. What? <laughs> because he knew. He knew. So how long did it take you to realize that what you were doing wasn't cocaine? <laughs> Dude, it, I'm an idiot. It took me days. Oh my god, I was up for days. Oh I'm like, damn, god. this is some fucking good ass cocaine. Like, why can't I go to bed? I'm rolling right now. I legit <laughs> felt like I was rolling, and like I'm like driving. Oh my god, on meth, and then I started getting like paranoid, and I was like, something's not right. Yeah. So, yeah, he knew. He fucking knew what he gave me was meth. Sent me a get well basket. He did something to my partner in crime, too. I don't remember. I think he honestly signed on her car loan. Oh, my God. <laughs> but then he, like, after he did all this stuff, he would get so weird and, like, stalkerish. And Yeah. Like, well, he's, like, going out of his way and, like, giving you all this. So he's, like, expecting more in return. Exactly. Probably. Yeah. yeah. So, and then that's when things, like, get sketchy. Because yeah. then you're, like, wait a second. Like, you're not my man. Like, you're not my sugar daddy no. or my pimp daddy. No. Like, you're just a guy who pays me. Like, there's no putting you on a pedestal. Exactly. And then... You know, I mean, obviously he was a drug addict too. And those are, that's some crazy shit. So, um, I'm sure that he, he was also being paranoid and like running in circles. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It was scary. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. So, um, speaking of addiction, so you mentioned that you had a Coke addiction. Mm -hmm. Did that start like while you started escorting or did it like get more intense while you were escorting or how did that happen? So I first played around with cocaine when I was 16. Um, and then it wasn't really ever a problem. It was just kind of like, I'm hanging out with the older people. I got my job. Like we're just going to do it. But when I started escorting and it was more accessible to me, I definitely started an an addiction to Coke and I was doing it every day, all day long. I would, it honestly started affecting like my, my work too, because I would do it so much. And then I wouldn't want to go and see clients because, you know, I, I don't know if you know, but like when you come down off Coke, it's like, you are just not wanting to do anything. Okay. So it got really bad. Um, it eventually stopped when I got out of the business, but it, it was bad. Yeah. How long were you escorting for? I was, I was escorting for about a little over a year. Okay. A little over a year. So not too long. No. Did you kind of notice that like when you, your addiction was getting really bad where you were kind of like, like, what am I doing? Like you kind of had like an outside perspective and then you decided to stop or like, how did that end up happening? So honestly it took, it wasn't the addiction that got me, um, out of it, I ended up switching agencies to a different one, mm-hmm. um, where I got paid more and I only got out of it because, because the pimp or whatever, the owner of the agency, him and I like started having a relationship. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Yeah. You were like the top bitch. Dude, <laughs> we refer to that as the bottom bitch. Okay. Oh my bad. Damn. Okay. <laughs> No, but honestly, that's what I was. I, I, um, we started having a relationship. He was like, God, he was like 55. I say that like, I haven't slept with anybody older than that. Yeah. But he was like 55. He was awesome. He was rich. He lived in, 
He lived in a different state. Okay. And I'm pretty sure he was married, but was having a relationship with me out here, but whatever. Yeah, probably. And yeah, I became his favorite. And I, that was the goal of mine before I started with the agency. Like, yeah, I'm going to win this motherfucker over and I'm going to be the favorite and oh I'm going to run this shit. And I ended up running it for a while. Right. And, um, I, he wanted me to get out of the business. He wanted me to stop seeing clients and he would just pay me to pretty much set up appointments for other, other girls. So oh, I did. So he ended up turning into like your sugar daddy. Pretty much. Or you were like the receptionist yeah. of the escorting I was. business. I was. <laughs> I was. And then there was this other guy that was helping him too. And like him and I were like a team when he wasn't around. And I ended up living with him. And it's so funny because the guy, this guy was one of my client, one of my very first clients at the other agency. Oh, small world. So small. Yeah. And him and I actually kept in contact for the last time I talked to him was last year. Like oh we God. still talk because like, reminisce on the old days. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I lived with him at one point. We were like really close and it was awesome. So, I mean, I did a lot of sketchy shit. Mm-hmm. I slept with a lot of men. Yeah. I don't even want to know how many. <laughs> Do you count? No. No, you stopped counting. No, I don't even know. I have friends that like, I have one friend in particular who literally will like write down every guy she sleeps with on her phone (laughs) and it's like in her notes and like half of the time they're not even like real names. (laughs) It'll be like A from El Jefe one (laughs) and it's like B from El Jefe hat. (laughs) It's like descriptions of what they looked like. I love it. Oh my God. Yeah. I don't even think I could start a list at this point yeah I mean there's no point like someone shouldn't be asking you that shit anyways no, that's I, like just a high school shit yeah. we don't talk about our numbers I, I don't want yeah and I wouldn't want to know either <laughs> like someone I'm dating I wouldn't want to know how many people you've been inside yeah no and you definitely don't want to know how many people have been inside <laughs> me okay so let's just not <laughs> god oh. <laughs> I mean, hey, you live and you learn, girl. I mean, Dude, it sounds yeah. like a crazy first start of your life. Like, not many people can say that, yeah. you know? And I'm so sure fun. you learned stuff, stuff from it. Like, what's one thing, like, you would... Would you do anything different mm. if you had the choice to, like, go back and re read the Craigslist ad? <laughs> would you do anything different? Or are you, like, appreciative over, like, what you've been through? Yeah. No, I wouldn't change a thing. I, I'm so glad I had, I got to have this experience because some people that are prostitutes or escorts or whatever, they don't have a good experience. No, it can be crazy. I mean, it's like fast sex, drugs and money, Mm -hmm. you know? Exactly. And the people you see on the streets or whatever, they're definitely not making as much money as I was making, you know? So there, there's a safe way to go about it. And then there's an unsafe way to go about it. But I would not change a thing about my experience. I'm so glad I did it, but okay, that's a lie. I would change how I spent my money because I'm still fucked from my choices back then. No. Yeah. I fucked my credit. Oh no. I did. Cause I had all this money. I don't even, I you weren't worried about it at the time. No, I got a new car. I got an apartment. I spent money on unnecessary things, drugs. I was just like, I had so much money. Like and you were what so an young. Yeah. yeah. You just didn't know what to do with it. So you're like throwing it around all over the oh place. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 
Okay, well, I want to get into, like, some of the sexy stuff that you used to do. Okay. Um, I want to know, like, what's the craziest sexual experience you've ever had? Oh, my God. It could be anything. Anything? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, The one that comes to mind right now is when I went and did an alcohol. If you don't know what an alcohol is, you go to them, to a hotel room, to their house, whatever. So I went to this guy's house and I got picked up in an Escalade. So at first, so right off the bat, I'm like, damn, this, this guy has money. I'm excited. I'm so yeah, excited. He's whipping out the extra yeah. guns. Yeah. And, um, so a driver picked me up and took me to his house in North Scottsdale. Super nice house. It was like custom. Everything was amazing. And he answers the door in a wheelchair and I'm like, hi, <laughs> like, like, am I at the right place? Uh, yeah, I was so confused. So he didn't have legs. Okay. At all. Okay. <laughs> and it, 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 it took me by surprise. That's the only thing. I'm like, no yeah. shade to anybody at all that is paraplegic. I just wasn't expecting that. What was like the first thing that ran through your head when he opened the door? How is this going to work? Okay. <laughs> just because he doesn't have legs doesn't mean he can't get hard. I uh, know. And I found, I figured that out. Okay. And he was honestly one of my most attractive clients. Okay. He was so hot. So it sounds like it was probably, you know, that seemed to be a struggle in his life then, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, like it shouldn't be because hi. Yeah. So it was honestly, it, was, it ended up being like a lot of fun and. I figured out how it worked and yeah. we got it going. And so did you just have to like sit on top and ride him or did like yeah. he hop on top of you? No, I had to do it. Okay. I had to do all the work and it was totally fine. I, it was great. It was like, it was good. It's always so nice if the person is attractive. Yeah. Well, because then you're like, oh, this is actually going to be fun. Yeah. Like, I don't have to close my eyes. I don't have to <laughs> act. I don't have to do like put up a front. I'm like actually attracted to them. So and then I'm getting paid on top of it. Like, hello. Yeah. Have you ever done anything like, like, have you had like a threesome? Yeah. Okay. Plenty. Two guys, two girls. I never had the pleasure of having two guys. Oh my God. You ever. called it a pleasure. I want to do that. <laughs> I think that would be fun. Girl, I don't know. Like I, I can definitely handle a dick, but I don't know about handling two, two dicks. I think it'd be fun. That sounds like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Like, sometimes I just want to lay there. Yeah, dude, same. But, and, like, with two dicks, you can't lay there. Like, yeah. you gotta have, like... You gotta keep going. I know. I don't one know. way or another. I don't know about all that. Yeah. Okay, so why don't you tell me about one of your threesome experiences? With the agency, you had the opportunity or the option to work with whatever girls you wanted to, or if a guy wanted to see two of the girls, he had the... He could do that. Okay. So my partner in crime that I started the agency with, we did a lot of, we did a few of those, uh, together. And then there was another alcohol that I had to, uh, go to and it was a guy and his girlfriend. Oh, you were a unicorn. Yes, I was. <laughs> and it was so fun. Again, super nice house. The couple was amazing. The girl was actually on her period, so I didn't even have to do anything. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, and at that point I like, I was kind of new to like 
having sex with a girl i yeah. didn't really know like what to do right so i was like oh my god fuck yeah you're this like is thank perfect. god this is my owl yeah like, like i can just rub her tits yeah exactly <laughs> exactly so it, i mean she went down on me and everything and that was it was great she was awesome um but other than that there was another friend i did work with at the other agency and um yeah that's about it so if the guy requested two girls then he would have to pay both girls per hour yes okay that makes sense Mm -hmm. damn okay have you ever had a train run on you i haven't okay what about a gangbang are those the same thing i think so oh yeah really different is it i don't know like is a gangbang why do they hit up like a like a gang and you want the whole gang (laughs) to bang you (laughs) but wouldn't that be the same thing as a train i think so i don't know maybe we should look up the definition okay let's do it Okay, so I looked up the definition, and it says a gangbang is when multiple partners, usually three or more, engage in intercourse with a single willing partner. And then I looked up the definition of running a train, and it says when someone is used sexually by consecutive people. So I feel like it is the same thing. Yeah. So you're doing this for a little over a year and a half. What was the reason why you wanted to stop? So I kind of just kind of, I wanted to move on okay at one point and it took a while to get out of the agency um but I think the thing that kind of sped it up was one of my exes who um is a psycho okay He's literally psycho uh decided to tell my family because I confided in one of his friends that I thought would keep it on the DL, which obviously was stupid. Oh my God. He ended up telling him and then he clearly got pissed or wanted some revenge of some sort. Uh, yeah. So your parents didn't know uh, that you were doing this. No. Were you living on your own at this time? Yeah. So once we started doing this, we got our own apartment. Um, I made up some stupid lie that I was a nanny <laughs> that made her own schedule. Okay, which makes no, no sense. I know. And th- at the time we were like, yeah, that's perfect. So good. <laughs> but no one knew, right? Nobody knew. Until your ex said something. Yeah. Yeah. So do you know why he decided to say something to your family? I uh, think he had the thought that he was saving me. Oh, okay. <laughs> And so, yeah, he told my family and posted it all over on Facebook. Oh, my God. Everybody knows. So if anybody's listening right now, they'll definitely know. Hi. Hi, everybody. (laughs) If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Dude, that's so vindictive. I had an ex, which I plan on uh, sharing my story of my toxic, abusive relationship eventually. Um, But he basically did the same thing. Granted, not all of the things were true that he was saying, but he really tried to use anything he could to just like be vengeful and like just be hurtful in any way because I don't even fucking know why but I feel your pain on that I mean I never did anything like escorting or being in the sex industry or Mm -hmm. anything like that but I definitely understand what that feels like to be like blasted online it sucks it does suck honestly he's I'm still dealing with that shit today oh my god wait why are you dealing with it I, I had a child with him Anytime I have like a major life event, he tries to ruin it. Yeah. And 
he's messaged, (laughs) he's messaged every single one of my ex-boyfriends. Like while you were with them at the time? While I was with them. Telling them. Telling that literally this happened recently. He messaged a boyfriend, my boyfriend Mm -hmm. and was like, just so you know, she was an escort. She used to be a whore. So that was something else I was going to ask you um, was if this uh, if it has affected your dating life. Um, Clearly, he has tried to see you hit rock bottom. Yeah, he tries he, and he keeps trying and he still has my fucking nudes. Oh, my. From nudes 2015 or 16. Yeah. And he likes to add that to the message. Oh my God. What the He heck? likes to send those pictures. Dude, you could literally probably like sue him or something for that. That's illegal. I know. You can't be showing. Well, maybe it's not. I mean, what you were doing was illegal. So I know. never mind. So uh, anyways. <laughs> but still, yeah, nudes never die. Guys, hold on to that shit. I'm so like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't look like that anymore. So re- going back to how it has affected your dating life, when he had reached out to past boyfriends, like, has it affected it? Have they been like, what the hell? Or have you always been like open about like your past and stuff because of that reason? Yes, exactly. I've always been open about it. Gotcha. Always. You're like, this is me. And if you don't like it, then I don't like you. Exactly. And yeah. I think like I told my my now boyfriend the first night I met him like hey just so you know like this is what I used to do because someone my ex is gonna hit you in your dms (laughs) well eventually he's going to spill the beans to you and I just wanted to be the first one to do that yeah so well that's good and I'm sure guys can appreciate that too and they can make their own decisions on whether or not they want to move forward but it's like who cares that's in your past you know it's not like you're doing it now or anything or you're like trying to date and still doing it which could maybe affect things a little differently totally back to your parents knowing what did they say to you when they found out so my mom kind of was like she was pissed but she's like I knew you were up to something (laughs) but she thought I was stripping gotcha which I ended up doing after escorting so yeah I mean it was really awkward because you know my mom whatever like her and I are really close however like my dad and my stepdad knowing oh cringy you're like tiptoeing around the house with like big t-shirts Dude. on and like sweatpants <laughs> yeah. you have like a bag over your head yes. you're like creeping around like don't look at me oh, literally because it's like my brain works like I don't want them knowing I have slept with people their age men their age or older yeah like that's embarrassing you know <laughs> well not really because I I'm dating an older man oh <laughs> Well, hey, no, that's fine. But like at the time, like I'm 18. Yeah, I get that. That's a little different, especially if you're like 18 and you're like sleeping with like 60 year olds or something like that. Yeah, that's so I mean, to each their own. But I can I can understand the uncomforting feelings. You mentioned having a boyfriend now. Mm -hmm. Does he make ever make comments to you about your past or is it just kind of like left in the past where it should be? It's most of the time left in the past okay where it should be and honestly he was very understanding about it and you know it's in the past whatever it's fine but um there have been like some instances where he's asked like how many people I've been with and I don't I don't I truly don't know I don't and I mean I think it's bothered him because 
you know. I mean, if you're going to ask questions, don't ask questions you don't want the answer to. 100%. You know what I mean? Like, nobody really wants to know. Like, what is that going to do for you? Yeah. It's not going to do good for anyone. Right. You know? Yeah. And me, like, uh, if I'm on the other end, like, I don't want to fucking know. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, listen, don't take me back. I don't. I don't want to know. I'm having PTSD right now. Can we stop? (laughs) Yeah. But other than that, he doesn't shame me for it. He doesn't um, bash me for it. Nothing. My ex, though, does still. Well, he's a hater, clearly. Hater. Hate is going to hate. Yeah. Hi. (laughs) I know you're listening. (laughs) Shout out to my ex, too. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to get to you, boo boo. Don't you just wait? You're next. Well, I'm coming to the end of my question list, and this was so fun and exciting to get to know, like, the ins and the outs of this life. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. It seems crazy. Part of me wonders if it's still happening. It has to be. Oh, it is. So, wait. Okay. Have you ever thought of doing, like continuing to work in the sex industry you mentioned you did strip for a little mm-hmm. while have you ever thought about like doing the only fans or like going back to stripping yes it's definitely crossed my mind but like being in the relationship that I am now being a, a mom yeah. like it would be it would be hard to do that you know and I wouldn't want to you know I know there are couples out there that the girl does dance, does OnlyFans, and that's awesome, but that's not how my relationship is. And um, obviously, yeah, I think of the money and everything, and I'm like, damn, that was nice. Mm-hmm. And I, I I danced for a couple years on and off, and it just wasn't my scene because I was an addict, so I was constantly drunk, yeah, doing coke, rolling... Yeah. It's hard to be in that lifestyle because it's so easily accessible. Yeah. And especially if you've had an addiction in the past, you know, it's better to like completely like turn your back towards all that. Like stop talking to those people and hanging out in those friend groups, like out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. Totally. And uh, as far as the escorting goes, yeah, that's it's definitely still around. Um, Do you ever get hit up to do it? So I actually did. Recently? (laughs) Within the last two years. Okay, gotcha. (laughs) And it like circled back. It circled back around and I started working for the same agency, the first agency I worked for. Mm -hmm. The same same woman. It was a woman-ran business. Wow. Hell yeah. Women supporting women. I, I tried it for like two weeks and then I was like, I made some money and that was it. And honestly, I don't know... I don't know why I stopped. I think I started getting a little sketched out and then she kind of fell off the grid. So, oh, okay. I don't know if something happened, but yeah, I, I revisited not my thing anymore. Yeah. I definitely grew up a little. I just had to double check. Yeah. Some, <laughs> hey, sometimes you have to, you know, you're like, uh, sounds good. And then you like dabble your toes and you're like, no, it's like confirmation that like it was just done. Yeah. So what is it that you're doing for work now? So uh, I am in the beauty industry. I'm working on growing my clientele and my business right now. Um, I'm not sure exactly which route I want to take, but yeah, just do my thing. Okay, good. Well, you can make so much money in the beauty industry. I know we've talked about it before and you see me growing and stuff like that. So um, it's definitely there. You can get to that point. 
We're coming to the last segment of the show. Before you leave, the listeners have a couple questions for you. So that brings us to... Are you still talking? Are you excited to answer some questions? I'm so excited. I haven't let I didn't let Jade know any of these questions so she's answering right off the top of her head here the first one that someone wrote in was did the site run background checks they did oh yeah they they literally ran a background check they had to um send their IDs in there was just like all this stuff that went into it so they were like verified and um, so, like, we knew who we were seeing. You know, okay. Like some sketchy dude. They were all, like, actual legit people. Yeah, always. Gotcha. Expanding off of that question, I have a question. Okay. Were felons allowed to be on the website? Absolutely not. Oh, really? Yeah. <gasps> wow. So they were, like, really trying to protect you guys from anything, like, scandalous and crazy. Yeah. They were, like, super huge on keeping us safe. Gotcha. Okay. We talked about a couple of your stories on the episode already. Do you have any like horror stories? Is there anything that like comes to your mind? You're like, oh my God. I mean, that was worse than what we already talked about. No. Okay. Not at all. I never really had any like close calls or anything like that where I legit thought like my life was in danger. Nothing like that. Okay, you were one of the lucky ones, I feel like. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I'm so glad, like, things went the way they did, and I didn't end up in jail or dead or raped or anything like that. Right. One of the other questions that someone wrote in was, what was your favorite thing about this line of work at the time? The money. (laughs) (laughs) That bag. Um, No, but for real. And it just... Honestly, like, it gave you an, a sense of empowerment. Like, okay. I felt like such a bad bitch, like, doing this and running all over town and having this much money at such a young age. I just felt like such hot shit. Right. I mean, I don't know. It just, it, I felt empowered, as weird as that sounds, because it's probably, it was, like, a very grimy thing to do. Well, I mean, not necessarily. I do feel like... I mean, there's something about, like, money being thrown at you that, like, is very empowering. You're like, let me just shake it a little harder. Wow, wow, wow. Yes, (laughs) yes. And, I mean, all these guys, like, wanted to see you. And it was just, it was fun. Yeah. For the time being. Yes. Okay, last one I have before we wrap this up is what advice would you give to women or men that may be interested in trying this line of work? I would definitely say do your research, find an agency, don't go on Craigslist or (laughs) Backpage. Is Backpage even still a thing? I don't know. I've never even heard of that. Oh my God. It's like a website where people would go and post their, their ad. Okay. Or like... I don't know. It's like a, basically like a sex website. Okay, gotcha. So there are there is stuff out there like that. Yes. That's crazy. So crazy. Well, thank you so much for coming and sharing your story. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's yes. So we can't plug her because she's hiding. <laughs> she's living a new life now. 
<laughs> um, so please do me a big favor and like and subscribe this podcast share leave us leave me a review if you liked it hit me up on instagram other than that we're out girl stop talking Thank you.